Hey, this is episode 60 of Barbering in Real Life. This episode is brought to you by my website, www.jakecutsfresh.com. No underscores, no spaces in there. Yeah, that's the big sponsor. I'm my own sponsor today. It is Jake. As usual, you can catch me at jakecutsfresh.com. You can catch me at jake underscore cuts underscore fresh. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, That's pretty much the social networks I deal with the most. So anyway, I want to talk about fundamentals from behind the chair, what that means to me and why I think it's super important. Um, What I've noticed is that most new guys, when they're starting, is they want to get right to the the crispy ball fades and lineups and all this stuff and as much IG style haircuts as you can get and I get that that's important to want to strive to be great but unfortunately a lot of you will skip the fundamentals tell you a little story about myself first of all it's natural to want to put the cart before the horse okay it's natural to get excited and want to do everything in reverse order pretty much you just want to get to the results and you didn't realize the work that needed to be done to get there Um, I hope to lay out that work for you during this cast so you have that little reference point. So when I was, uh, let's see, 9th, 10th grade, I was about 5'10". I was fairly good at ball. I was growing faster than, like, my skill set was growing. So I was, like, taller than, like, I was goofy, you know, kind of a mess. But I could touch the rim my freshman year. And so I thought by sophomore year, I want to be playing JV and I want to be dunking on dudes man that was my goal and so I spent the whole summer you know uh jump roping working on my calves just practicing jumping um trying to watch we didn't have YouTube back then right we're talking like 94 so um you know I'm watching the guys play every night in the NBA and trying to figure out what makes it possible for me to jump up and touch the rim and Jump rope and got me there. I was able to get my wrist over the top. I could dunk like a tennis ball. Had a hard time palming the ball and getting it up, but I could just about dunk by the time sophomore year started, or at least the hoop season started, and I was feeling really good about it. Um, during the tryouts, I had good tryouts. Um, I was supposed to be the starting three or four, and then um, some other kids that got booted down from varsity they ended up taking that position they were juniors or whatever so they ended up they were way better than me um so i I spent all that time trying to dunk instead of trying to pass or trying to get better body control or working on uh my jump shot working on my free throws working on (laughs) anything my conditioning anything i would have worked on would have helped me start that year instead i benched and I, i mean i benched like Forrest Gump bench. I was on that bench the whole movie. It was bad. It was bad. I ended up I ended up deciding at halfway through the season, I didn't quit, but I decided halfway through the season that I was just going to not play basketball anymore because I clearly didn't have what it takes, so on and so forth. Knowing what I know now, I just needed somebody to be like, hey, dickhead, stop practicing dunking. You know, work on passing, dribbling, shooting, you know, fundamentals of basketball. So... 
it's very common to, for us to just want to put that cart before the horse and get there, right? And I get that. You're trying to do these slam dunk haircuts. Let's focus on the fundamentals. So by definition, fundamentals, let me get my definitions out in my handy dandy notebook. By definition, fundamentals are a central or primary rule or principle on which something is based. So think about that. A central or primary rule or principle on which something is based. So for me, barbering fundamentals is basically the habits that you're creating, right? You're cleaning your station every night. That's a habit you're getting into. You're cleaning your clippers every day. I mean, between every cut. You're cleaning off your guards. You're spraying your stuff down the way you're supposed to. Your sanitation is on point. That's a fundamental. Uh, showing up on time. Having good hygiene. Showing up on time is, is miraculous how much that's a tough thing for people. How tough that is. It, it, it's, it's wild to me. Um... I definitely had some moments in my life where time did not matter to me. And that was really at the lowest point in my life. I had, you know, gone through a lot of stuff and nothing mattered to me. Um, and so I get that. A lot of times that's what it is. But a lot of times it's not. A lot of times you guys are just lazy. And you think it doesn't really matter to be on time. Everything matters. How you do anything is how you do everything, right? So being on time, being consistent... Are you five minutes early every day? Are you 20 minutes early every day? You know, I have some barbers that show up. If their first cut's at 9, they show up at 8.57. Just enough time to get in the door, get the jacket off, get their station set up, get an apron on or a cape, you know, uh, a jacket or whatever they're going to wear. I have some barbers that show up habitually 40 minutes early every day. They like to get acclimated, they like to sit in the shop when it's quiet, have some coffee, kind of get the day going, you know, but they're consistent with it. What I don't want to see is people that are late. You can't be late. If you have, in my shop, if you have a 9 o'clock appointment, this is only for the first appointment of the day. If you have a 9 o'clock, say, first appointment of the day, and you're more than five minutes late, then you got to give them a free haircut because that's bullshit. Um, you got to be here. You know, when I've done my, my leadership trainings and different things I've done with different men's groups, being on time is always defined as being at the designated place at the designated time with everything you need. So you're not showing up with breakfast in your hand and you're trying to eat breakfast real quick. You, you, you're here, you're ready to rock. You'll be amazed at how many more clients you'll have come early when they know that you're going to be there right on time. That's a fundamental. Um, your speed. Are you fast? Are you slow? It's okay whichever one you are as long as the haircut comes out really good and the experience is really good. That's a fundamental there. You want to be working at a good pace. I guess I shouldn't say speed. I guess pace is what I'm talking about. How's your pace? You know, is it consistently in the right place? Are you 40 minutes on a men's regular? Or are you 7 minutes? You know, I've seen them both ways. In my opinion, you should take a minimum of 15 minutes on a haircut so the person doesn't feel ripped off. If they tell you they want something else, that's fine. You can do it faster. But for me, there's some haircuts I do that it's literally a three all around and square the back, square the sideburns. It takes me maybe four minutes. I'll drag it out with some conversation. I'll maybe taper the back a little bit without really them knowing just to kind of, so it's not such a shelf there. You know, we're talking and I'll take out the shears and I'll kind of clip away at some of the, you know, 
hairs that are sticking out a little bit, even though they're not really, I don't know. I just try to make it feel like there's an experience there. So I'm not just like, in out, goodbye, you know? Um, so your pace, you know, are you working on that? Is that something you're mindful of? You know, something to think about. How's your mechanics? Like your body mechanics? Like, are you leaned way over? Because that's going to kill your back in like a year. Are you like slouching? You're like crooking your neck back to like get a better look at stuff. Are you, how, how's your, how's your, your body language, like your stance? You know what I mean? Like how, how's your, uh, how's your posture and your stance? And then if that's good, how are you moving through the haircut? Are you sort of like leaning over dudes all the time and kind of like pulling their hair back in a weird way or their neck back because you can't like see over their head? Are you short? Are you tall? Are you paying attention to all this stuff? Because I've seen a lot of new guys either bend over at the waist to try to look at the neckline rather than you know heighten the you know bring the chair up a couple notches and have them sit up straight and then put their neck down put their chin down so you can see their whole neck does that make sense like where are you at with that because that's a big thing you're going to do this for the rest of your life your posture needs to be good your mechanics need to be good are you the type of dude that's jamming fades like like super fast your hand i've seen these guys their hands moving faster than the goddamn blade on the clipper you know they don't have to go that fast i mean if that's comfortable for you that's fine but i just can't see that being comfortable in 15 years or seven years i mean maybe you're just in it for a little bit but for me i I decided i was going to be a lifer so it's like I, i started finding postures and mechanics that really are sustainable for a long period of time for a long day and then a long year you know and then many years after that so something to keep in mind and lastly how's your attention to detail like your overall results that you get like is overall your haircuts really on point or are you really good at mid bald fades but you suck at men's regulars you know what's your overall results because if you're working at a shop like mine, there's a lot of different people that come in. There's all different ages, all different races, all different hair textures, all different styles. You know, so where are you at with that? What's your overall results? These are fundamentals that really need, they're like pillars that are going to hold up your career. And what I want to see, or let me put it this way, what I don't want to see is people jumping out of school, buying a bunch of products, buying a bunch of enhancements, buying six different pairs of clippers, buying all this stuff because you see everybody using this. Don't be a follower. Figure out what works best for you. This is this industry's been around way before Instagram, right? Way before the the glitz and the glam of everything. You know? So think think about simplify. I, I, I myself, I'm a minimalist. I don't like to have a lot of tools. I have one pair of clippers, like adjustable clippers. I have one pair of motorized clippers. I have one trimmer and I have one close shaver and I have one razor. You know? I have, funny, the thing I got two on, I got two brushes. I got one neck duster and I got one brush for general clothing. Uh, you know, if uh, stuff gets on the hair, gets on the chair, it's something that I could sweep off shoes with because I'm not touching anybody's skin with it. You know what I mean? Um, just the overall brush to clean off the station. You know, I do have backups just in case something breaks, but I don't have a lot of stuff on my station. I got one pair of nice shears. I got one pair of texturizing shears. That's it. I don't need a bunch. I don't have a. I don't have a bunch of different products. I don't have a bunch of different uh, aftershaves. A bunch of different shave gels. 
And I know I'm not knocking it. Listen, I know there's people out there that really, well, I, you know, I take the ball line out with this. I, I do this with that. And like, yeah, no problem. I get it, you know, but you could literally grab four different tools to do this, do one thing. I, I would just grab one. So I, I feel like that's faster and more efficient. You know, I'm trying to minimize my, I'm kind of honestly I'm trying to minimize my effort and maximize my results. So how does that work? You know, so I'm trying to do. Um, I think it's only possible once you have all the fundamentals down pat. So it's something to think about. How's your consultation? That's another fundamental that's very important. Are you asking the right questions to get the results you need? Do you have an idea where you're going? Do you feel like you're talking a lot and not really getting the answers that you need? And so you just start the haircut because you're tired of asking the questions. <laughs> that that's uh, I've seen that happen many times. And you're just sort of aimlessly hitting up this haircut. You have no idea when you're done with it because it just doesn't really end. <laughs> Never really started. You know, you just didn't know. You had no goal. So there's no way you could hit it. Um, you know, just a very important process to figure out what they want and what they don't want. We have I've talked about this many different times, many different ways, and so I'm not going to beat that one down, but check out the other cast for that. And so those are like behavioral fundamentals. Those are things that you do, you know, and, and other fundamentals are just within the haircut. You know, are you able to, to identify the dominant growth pattern? Are you able to figure out which way this person's hair grows so that you can style it properly? Are you able to get a nice clean neckline? That sounds stupid. Of course I can. Yeah, a lot of people can't. I see the necklines walking around wonky, man. Or the circle's not really round or it's oblong to one side. Are the sideburns even? That's tough with the mask these days, but just have them hold the mask and take the things off. Take the loops off the ear. You got to get those sideburns even. That's the first thing they see. They're going to look in the mirror and be like, oh, this dude didn't get my sideburns even. That seems That's such a simple thing. You could lose a client over not paying attention to the sideburn lengths. And don't measure off the ear. That's a big uh, That's a big misconception. You go, well, it's the same part on each of his ear. My ears are crooked as hell. So you can't go off my ears. You know what I mean? Like I have to like face the person look at them and find, and see where they are they're like okay they're, those are even and then if you line them up to the ear they're actually uneven so something to think about there um you should have a basic understanding of blow drying and styling hair you need to be able to get like a shape and a style going and not just cut hair shorter you should have a basic understanding of products you know there's basically a level of hold and there's a level of shine some are heavy 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 you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Firm hold, strong hold, whatever you want to call it. And, and, and like maybe they're really matte or they're really shiny. You know, there's, there's a, all the products sort of fall in between those two elements. So you should have a basic knowledge of that. Um, these are all things that you should know before you go ahead and buy yourself $2,000 worth of Hanzo shears and every brand new Babylos thing that comes out. Um... I know I'm sounding like an OG uh, jerk-off to some of you, and I get that. No problem, you know? I know I'm sounding sort of like... Uh, it reminds me of when I was coming up in, in, in the hip-hop world and all these uh, old guys that never made it were telling me what I, what I was doing wrong. Because <laughs> I'm not here to tell you if you're doing right or doing wrong. I'm just here to tell you what I know works for... I've been cutting hair professionally since 2002, you know? So you're talking almost 20 years. Of, uh, of making a living, buying homes, and supporting families. 
So that's all. I'll leave you with that. Um, I do want to direct you over to the website. Check it out, jcutsfresh.com. I'm excited to put different things in there. Um, this is going to be more of my focus going forward, and I'll have a big announcement coming soon about my life. I'll probably be on the next podcast uh, when it becomes official. Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you now because by the time this thing airs, it'll be out there. So I'm getting rid of one of my shops. I'm actually selling it to one of my barbers in order to spend more time and be more present with my kids and spend more time doing this. I fucking love this. I love doing the podcast. I love updating the website and writing about barbering. And I'm just, I'm in love with barbering. And I fell out of love with barbering in 2020. And I'm back in love. Um, I know what I'm supposed to be doing on the planet. I got reintroduced or back in touch with my purpose. And I'm here. Um, so, you know, the main reason that I'm selling my other lo- my, my original location is to be more present around my family. It was hard to get both shops out of the mud this year. And it just reminded me of a simpler time when I just had one shop. I cut hair. I went home. I hung out with my kids. Worked on my beats. or worked on my podcast after they went to bed. Hung out with my wife. You know, simpler times. I- I'm looking to simplify. Um, that's the big announcement for me. So basically with that said, I'm going to be going in a little heavier on this stuff here. But... Anyway, as usual, I love you all. Appreciate it. If you've got any value from anything I've said here, please share it. Um, Tell a friend and then tell another friend. Please rate, subscribe, please download. Do all this stuff, all this stats. It helps me know where to go. Helps me know what to do. Uh, I've been speaking with some of you on the side about marketing. Uh, A lot of you, a few of you guys have said you'd like to hear something about marketing. And I got that on deck. So I'm going to have a special guest on for that. Somebody who I think has really nailed that. All right, man. I'll talk to you guys soon.